Welcome to the Programmatic Digest, a podcast dedicated to review industry headlines and trends in the programmatic and digital ad tech world. I'm Ellen Parker, your host and Chief Programmatic Sensei of Ellen Parker Consulting, where we offer customizable training in programmatic media. Welcome, everybody, to the Programmatic Digest podcast. We have two special guests today, Charlie Silver from Permission.io and my very own apprentice, Jade Zora Parker, who's going to behave while we do this interview. (laughs) How are you doing, Charlie? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me. You know, I'm very excited to have you here because we have a lot to talk about. But before we get into today's conversation, this episode has been sponsored by Work Reduce. If you want to reimagine how to work in advertising, check out workreduce.com forward slash careers, workreduce.com forward slash careers. Now, before we get into uh, the industry, first crypto rewards demand side platforms. Charlie, do you mind introducing yourself, telling us what you do, who you are, and how you get to where you are today? Well, thank you for sure. Um, Well, I'm the CEO currently of uh, Permission.io, a company that's offering crypto rewards on behalf of advertisers. But my career goes back, uh, you know, a couple decades in digital advertising and specifically permission marketing. I created a company called RealAge, you know, in the early dot-com period. Uh, which was a health risk assessment that took in hundreds of data points and told people what their real age was or their physiological age versus their chronological age. It had a huge, huge impact. My partner was Dr. Mehmet Oz, who was on Oprah twice a week at that time. You know, Dr. Oz, who's been on TV for all these years. Um, Yes. Well, anyway, we would collect hundreds of data points about people's well-being and health, and then we would ask permission if they would like to receive information on products and services that could help make their real age younger. So it was a true opt-in, and this was the start of permission marketing. So we were able to charge 5, 6x what everybody else was able to charge because people volunteered to be marketed. And when you get that opt-in, a real opt-in, it's just a whole new world for advertising. That so is really cool. We sold that company to Hearst uh, for a very successful exit. And then that's when I started this new company, uh, okay. which is based on the same principles of permission. But now the reward, instead of content, it's crypto. And so it's an exciting new phase and we call it web three advertising. Web free. This is okay. This is, this is a lot to unpack already in like the first two minutes. Y'all know it's going to be a crazy conversation where I get excited like this. Right. So, um, what do you want? Okay. And so, all right. So talk, Take a step back and really, I know you briefly uh, touched on permission marketing, but um, tell us a little bit more about uh, permission marketing because 
I would think most of us are doing permission marketing right now, but really not. So can you take us elaborate a little bit more, maybe clarified on the definition and how to implement it? Let's take a brief moment for this week's episode sponsor. I wanted to talk briefly about a business. It's a company that I've worked for over the past few years, WorkReduce. Their CEO, Brian Dolan, has been a guest on the podcast a few times last year, talking about how the 80-hour agency work week is no longer sustainable. If you're not familiar with them, WorkReduce works with top holding companies and global brands to augment media specialists into their advertising team to help them scale and grow faster. Their talent is so valuable right now that they're experiencing explosive growth and they're always looking for great talent across all levels of experience. So if you're burned out and not feeling supported in your current role, or you're wanting to accelerate your career to the next level, check out workreduce.com forward slash careers to see all of their open opportunities. As I mentioned before, I've worked as a trader and project lead for WorkReduce and love the flexibility of working from home, especially after my baby girl was born and while I was ramping up building my own consulting business. They're not a freelance marketplace. You'll enjoy the flexibility of freelancing, but the security stability, and benefits of being an employee. And that's why so many top specialists are choosing careers with WorkReduce over the slug of agency life or the constant self-promotion you need when freelancing. WorkReduce will champion your career every day. If you want to reimagine how to work in advertising, check them out at workreduce.com forward slash careers. Yeah, well, permission marketing is, it's been around for quite a while. And it's really the foundation of all the rewards programs you see. Think about credit cards and the airlines and the hotels and Starbucks and everybody with a rewards program. This is essentially permission marketing, meaning we're going to give you something of value but you agree to do this, right? You're opting in to be marketed to. You're agreeing to, you know, receive messages about our products and services. But we're going to give you 500 Marriott points or 5,000 or whatever, you know, for this arrangement. Now, the idea is once you're opted in and you've granted permission, you want to get more of the reward. Oh, right? got it. Yeah. You stay loyal. You mm-hmm. stay connected to the company that's offering you this reward for your permission. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This is fascinating. Okay. And so get fast forward to maybe last week, I think, or a few days ago, where um you announced for our very first industry crypto rewards demand side platform. And so this episode, this episode is going to launch, publish sometime in February. But um, super exciting to find out more about the DSP itself and how how to utilize it. Anybody listening at the moment, how can they reach out to you? And why would they? Not so much why, but if they do, how can they implement this in their day to day or their strategy or their planning? Well, the benefit of the DSP, basically. 
Okay. Well, our DSP is mm -hmm. no is got the same functionality as Google Ad Exchange or the Trade Desk okay. or any of the big ones out there. We have the same connections to the same supply, which mm -hmm. is the global internet. Yep. And, but what makes ours unique is the crypto rewards component. That every ad that runs through it offers a reward in crypto to get somebody to opt in. So, and I'm going to use this, Nike is not a customer, but although we've been talking, uh, <laughs> if Nike is running ads globally, right? You know, they show their shoes and then earn 500 ASK in the corner. You click, you go to a landing page. Nike, it's a Nike landing page. Tell us about yourself. Do you play tennis or soccer, golf? You know, how old are you? Are you male, female? Where do you live? That's probably enough data for Nike. to now you go into their consumer data platform to receive messages from Nike. Now, along that way, we've sent you uh, the ability with a link to open a crypto wallet. So in that wallet is going to be your ASK, our cryptocurrency, right? So that's how it works. Now you've opted in to receive messages from Nike. You've received a reward for that, you know, 500 ASK. And hopefully Nike will continue to offer you ASK as they send you more information. Got it. So instead of receiving points, it's basically receiving cryptocurrency or ASK. Right. And they can transfer that cryptocurrency into their wallet, you said, or into their bank account, I would say. Correct. I mean, that's there. It's in your wallet. You can mm -hmm. do whatever you want with it. You can put it on an exchange, mm. but hopefully you save it and build yeah. up a lot of ASK. So it's really worth something over a period of time. That is really, really, really cool. And so anyone can use the platform, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Any Well, any advertiser anywhere advertiser. in the world can mm -hmm. use the platform. Uh, now we're running it as a service. But six months from now or later this year, it's going to be totally automated, meaning anybody could just log on and run a campaign without even talking to us, just Got like it. they would on Google or Facebook. But Today, it's a managed service, but that's going to, by the end of the year or towards the end of the year, it's going to be fully automated. Mm. And um, that's fascinating. And so what uh, What would be, I would assume that this is going to work really well with e-commerce clients and brands. Um, what are some of the, maybe the challenges in educating I would say, or talking with clients about the benefit of DSP like that. I, I, I see that. I think everyone should, everyone should try it, right? Um, but for somebody that might not be in the e-commerce space, like a Nike or a bigger brand, is it realistic to even try to, to provide that type of value to their own brand, like an agency, for instance? Well, listen, I, I believe everybody understands rewards programs. Mm -hmm. everybody, you know, there's a term in the industry opt-in value exchange, mm. right? If you want somebody to opt-in to sign up for a newsletter, watch a video, do, do anything, you got to give them something of value, right? Else, I'm not going to give you my data anymore for free. 
You know, we know my data has a lot of value. I'm done giving it away for free. And that's what Web3 is about. The next generation of digital advertising, individuals are going to be in control mm-hmm. versus the big, you know, uh, behemoth platforms like Google and Facebook, et cetera. Right? Yeah, this is this is really cool. This is really so. Let's talk about the importance of, and that I think it's a good segue into the next question. Let's talk about the importance of building loyalty in today's evolving advertising landscape. Um, how how what are the type of conversation you're having with those clients right now? What is the how rewarding consumers and opt-in? Yes, just yeah. Okay, she wants to ask the question too. Let's talk about the importance of building loyalty in today's evolving uh, landscape. (laughs) Well, look at rewards. What brands spend on rewards, and this is cash outlay, is growing at a 20% annual clip. Media spend is growing at a 2% or 3% clip annually. Media spend just grows with the economy. But reward spending is 10x, growing 10x faster. Because brands know if they spend effectively on rewards programs, they get a better ROI on it than spending on media. I mean, you know, I, everybody's got one or two rewards programs that they like. Like for me, it's Marriott, right? I love my Marriott points. And, yeah, uh, and we, we have Delta, so we're a big fan too. You're right. When you put it into perspective like this, and when you put the consumer first, now I understand where you're coming from. Um, and I think it's extremely cool. Right. So every brand, and I mean, it's not just the big, big global companies. <laughs> it's smaller companies too, you know, have a hard time. You know, it's very difficult to put together a rewards program and track it. And, and this is like an instant rewards program for any brand, any e-commerce player, anybody, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it begs the questions here about your stance on first party data collecting. What are so, you know, privacy concerns and privacy laws are the new thing, apparently, and it's it's really important. And then with the deprecation of third party cookies, what is your stand? Like what is permission.io stance on collecting first party data? Of course, I'm going to assume since it's permission driven. It is consent-driven, you would agree to. Um, but what is your, your perspective? And where do you see the industry going with this uh, specific privacy uh, yeah. concern? Yeah. Well, okay. There's a couple fundamental points. Mm-hmm. One, advertising is driven by data, right? Without Here. targeting data, advertising doesn't become effective. Mm-hmm. So now with all the laws governing how data is used, the principle is consent and granting permission. If an individual grants permission to a brand to use their data, it's all good. That's what the laws are all about. But how do you get permission? The only way you're going to get permission is if you offer something of value, right? I don't know. Are you familiar with what's going on in the iOS ecosystem? How Apple Mm -hmm. has required, if you're an app 
provider, you mm-hmm. run one of the millions of apps in the app store, mm-hmm. it's no longer accept cookies. They have to explicitly, and these are Tim Cook's words, ask permission to use personal data. And the opt-out rate is like 95%. People say, they say okay to cookies. Cookies are okay, but they say no to personal data. Even though it's the same thing, people don't really know what a cookie is, right? You know, cookie tastes good. And, yeah, you know, you, you know. yeah it's, it's still, I still spend a lot of time. So I offer consulting for my agency partners. And um, so I help them look at revenue, uh, increasing their revenue by improving their employee retention and by revamping their operations. And so what we do is like really from training on programmatic fundamentals all the way to how are you selling it, but also like implementing system to support it. And the number one conversation is always about third-party cookies, like almost, almost the number one. There's a lot of conversation happening. But explaining the, the how we got to where we are as an industry and how reliant it was and how accidentally aligning it was, that is some of the conversations that are still happening a lot. A lot. Yeah. And how to be compliant with, you know, the California Consumer Privacy Act and the General Data Protection Regulation, GDPR, and all of it, the regulation, again, if the individual grants consent to use data, that solves, that's really the the principle behind the regulation, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else that, you know, this, <laughs> it is what it is. You have to have consent and it shouldn't have been like this from the first time. So um. exactly. And that's what's so exciting about Web3, mm-hmm. you know, the next generation of advertising, mm-hmm. which we call Web3 advertising. Uh, well, individuals grant consent, but they're rewarded to do so. And so I was just on an interview. Well, I guess when this airs, it would say it would be the previous episode talked about privacy. And one of the guests, Mattia Foshi, he predicted that the open Internet is never going to be the same. Like we're going to have to have consent everywhere. What is your perspective or what is your prediction about the open Internet and how realistic it is with this first party data or this permission um, based advertising world that we're moving into. Well, I agree with your previous client. I mean, I do think if a brand or a publisher or e-commerce merchant wants to collect personal data, that consent will be required. Yep. And I do think we're moving in that direction. Okay. And uh, and that's why we created Ask, A-S-K. So people can ask permission and oh. receive you know. a reward. You know? <laughs> it says it right behind you. I know those who are listening to the podcast can't see it, but it literally says it ASK in the back. It says ask permission. And you mentioned ASK as the cryptocurrency and it just clicked ask. Duh. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so imagine we're, ru- we're running a commercial. Yeah. And you see a bunch of people, hey, advertiser, you want my data? Ask. All you have to do is ask, just ask, yeah. right? Yeah. And that means send me some ask and I'll give you my data. Okay, so I'm going to take the next 30 seconds to let you know about the Reach Frequency 
which is a course you have asked me for, okay? And I've spent a lot of time crafting every single lesson just for you. Why should you even consider? And then I'm already pretty aware of what's going on for my advertising. I love your podcast content. This is why I'm here. Cool, great. But you may know somebody that really wants to learn about programmatic advertising and don't know where to start, right? Most likely you've received training via your current job or via a previous job, right? You work for an agency, you work for a partner or a vendor in the industry, and they provided uh, the, the training, right? Is that how you got here? Well, did you know that that's the, actually the only way to get training nowadays? Like if for any one of our friends in the digital marketing world, it's really hard for us to, for them to really learn anything if they don't know who, where, and, and, and really what to look for. So the Reach and Frequency course is geared for those people. It's going to take you from zero to 100, from fundamentals to how to run a successful programmatic media campaign, how to run a successful department if you wish to be a leader or lead a department in programmatic advertising. The Reach and Frequency course is for you. Okay, we talk about we talk about anything from fundamentals. We talk about anything from who are the key players in the industry. But the biggest thing is that I give you my recommendation, my feedback, my guides. I was a trader. I was a buyer for few for eight plus years, right? And I led teams. I led teams of buyers. So I'm really, really, really good when it comes to running a programmatic advertising strategy implementing, executing, optimizing, and reporting on, and then selling some more. I'm really good at that. So yeah, you can probably get most of this training out there. Great. Don't only stop at with my course, continue training, because that's, that's, that's what it's all about, right? But what you won't get anywhere else and you'll get with me is all of that experience I've been able to gather, you've been able to implement. Like this is an interactive course for you to learn anything you should know about programmatic advertising, whether you're already working in it or you're trying to work in the industry. So check out the Reach and Frequency course brought to you by me, your very own programmatic coach. I'm very grateful for this experience that I've gone through the last two years and I'm here to teach you everything that I know. Check out reachandfrequency.live, reachandfrequency.live. And now back to the episode. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And honestly, like I would rather an advertiser or a brand ask me for my opinion um, versus just, just, you know, I would rather see a message that's somewhat relevant to me versus seeing like something that's not relevant to me. And I think that's one of the misconceptions about from a consumer perspective, and I'm one of them, being the, being the fact that um, we think advertising is very, um, you know, it's, it's all over the place and, and it's very creepy. But the reason why is because we're trying to be as relevant as possible within the privacy laws. Um, but again, from a consumer perspective, I think it's really important how we present it because of that ask permission uh, perspective, because we need their consent in order to target them in a certain way. And that if we are asking is because we want to be more relevant and we don't want to just throw lumberjack uh, ads around when you're not even in the market or you don't even know why. So, yeah, I think it's just really, really cool. Oh, all right. We've been working very hard to build this platform and uh, mm -hmm. taking quite a while. So we're ready to get this thing off the ground. 
Okay, so here's a question before we go into our closing segment where I ask uh, some fun questions. If somebody had to stop the podcast right now, what are three or four things you want them to remember about permission.io and why it would be really important just to um, consider? Like okay. three or four things. Yeah, like, well, almost well, like a, a word of wisdom or like advice. Before you go, here's some words of wisdom. Well, one, that everybody, every advertiser Mm -hmm. needs first-party data, that it's a requirement to build effective marketing. Two, the way you get that first-party data to make sure it's real and genuine is you reward them, you know, and crypto serves as this great reward because it's totally liquid versus siloed rewards points. You know, I mean, a company that offers rewards points can only be used in that for that company versus crypto is like a dollar. It's totally liquid and could be used anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I like the fluidity of it. Yep. Right. And three, that advertisers are going to have to be compliant. That compliance is going to become more and more of an issue globally. And that to be compliant, All they have to do is ask permission. Uh, Not only will their ROI increase, but they'll be compliant and it will fuel all of their marketing in a very positive way. Um, So you're not not only making sure that it's privacy, um, uh, it protected, I mean, it respects privacy laws, but you're also making sure that they are set up for any, um, what am I trying to say? They're set up for for that future that we're moving on. So you're like almost checking off all the boxes that any advertiser agency brands, whoever is in the the industry is looking to implement as we speak (laughs) with uh, one of the biggest disruptor in the last two years outside of a pandemic. Um, And in my case, a baby. Uh, from an industry perspective, it would be definitely uh, uh, third-party cookies deprecation uh, on the Google side. And so I think it's a f- great idea to, to implement that. It's like, it's really cool. So well done. Yeah. We're going to move well, into, our, we're going to move into our closing segments where I'd like to ask a, some fun questions here about the guests. So go ahead and tell me, which you already shared one fun fact earlier but like give us another one uh, share uh maybe one more fun fact about yourself a fun fact about myself ah, yeah well, i have three kids nice i have a uh, 28 year old uh 29 year old and an 11 year old so mm, nice. nice i uh i'm very lucky to be able to have a uh, uh, a young child at home um, yeah uh, so uh that's what I do for fun. Yeah. I hang out with my kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kids are, yeah. Like I said, they're disruptors, uh, but it's, <laughs> it's great disruptors. Like I could not imagine my life without this little uh, apprentice that I call uh, over there, just living her best life. So, uh, well, thank you for sharing. Um, kids are a blessing. And uh, the next question I wanted to ask before we close is, um, I like to play this game called the, the what if game. And what it is, is that um, you think about your biggest dream, like no limits, no sky is the limit, not even the sky is the limit 
about something you want to accomplish, like a goal in life. And it doesn't always have to be professional goals. So for instance, one of my biggest what if is to retire my mom by June, 2022. So it's crazy. (laughs) Okay. It's really big. That means I have to take care of like my human beings over here and then a whole other human being over there. So it's a really big, it's my why, if you ask, it's one of my whys and it's a, a big goal of mine. So if I, we had to ask you like, hey, let's play the what if game, what would you say? Well, it's interesting. Most people I know that I'm close with, all my friends, all my family are invested in this company, are invested in, the, in this company. That's so dope. the best thing I can do mm-hmm. for all the people I'm close with is to make this company successful. And we do that by making ASK, ASK, most widely used reward in digital advertising. And that's really what I think about almost, you know, all the time is how to make ASK this reward that every advertiser wants to use to incentivize opt-ins and get people to volunteer to be marketed. That is that is great. I mean that that's great. And I, I don't think it's a what if it's a what if statement. I think it is a true statement that it will happen. Um so we're gonna we're gonna leave it at that. Uh we're gonna manifest it for, for the rest of the year. And I think uh your success will be definitely, definitely noticeable. Like this is this is a great DSP. I think it's really cool. Um and maybe we can have you back or maybe we'll talk uh, offline to see how we can have uh, maybe a, um, well, you said it's self-serve, it's managed service now and it will move into self-serve, but I'm talking about like a demo of the platform that would be really cool even to add with the show notes to show um, some of the listeners and the guests that are interested, what they they have to look forward to. Um, but I, I think that would be cool to have that. Yeah, no, hey, uh, we'd love to, part, you know, be back, show you demo as much as, as you're willing to, to to learn about, we're willing to share. So. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And uh, okay, last question. I know I keep saying that, but um, so if you had to give yourself an advice uh, when you first started, let's say in your freshman years um, in the in the advertising world, the marketing industry, what would be one advice you wish you knew then that you know now? Well. Wow, that's a tough question, but uh, or two advice or three, whichever. All right. Well, if you want to be successful, there's only one. There's no. There's one fundamental, mm-hmm. and this is pervasive in every industry. It's grit and determination. You know, it's attitude is destiny, and you've got to be willing to accept some failures. You got to learn. And this is what grit and determination is all about, is just focus on a goal, but be focused on reality, learn, accept failure, move forward, right. keep learning. And it's, it's, it's all about determination. And That's awesome. Determination. I think it's, I can end this, this podcast any, any better than this determination. And then you said something about attitude is destiny. I love, love that. I will definitely think about that, but thank you so much for dropping out today. Um, if anyone needed to reach out to you, how could they do that? Well, very easily. Uh, my name is Charlie Silver. I'm very open. Uh, anybody can email me at my first C Silver 
at permission.io. And I look forward to getting your listeners' comments or questions. Happy to, you know, take any and all questions. Of course. And his information, and that was C for Charlie, literally. His name is Charlie Silver. <laughs> um, his information will be in our show notes, including um, any information that we talked today and maybe the news, uh, the press release that was um, released a uh, couple weeks ago, since this is going to air later, later on. But thank you so much for dropping out by. We appreciate you and your flexibility and patience with the apprentice that is that has not been following the instruction. So we're gonna we're gonna make sure to refine her training there. Um, but well, we really appreciate it. <laughs> no, my pleasure, and uh, you know, thank you so much for that. I appreciate it.